0: Hey John, quick, jump into our modified Honda CRV box office time machine. So that we can turbo blast into the eighth movie in the Fast and Furious franchise.
1: Only if I can use the Nas. Vroom vroom. <laughs> yeah, take that, toot. <laughs> Veronica, how are you doing?
0: Uh I am pretty well. How, how about yourself?
1: Oh, just well rested after my late night screening of Hobbs and Shaw. I'm sorry. Hobbs and Shaw. Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> a, a, in a series with titles such as Too Fast, Too Furious, The Fate of the Furious, and whatever other fucking names they've had. This probably the worst title. <laughs>
0: jaw oh,
1: job. Wow. No, I'm just saying the Fast and the Furious present sounds so insane.:
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's true. but I like that they're they've the Fast and Furious franchise has mm-hmm. now not only spanned in movies, but also has uh, a TV show. Wait,
1: uh, a TV show.:
0: Yeah, there's like an animated TV show about the Fast and Furious.
1: Is um, it Is it canon? Yes.
0: Is this like canon. the fucking
1: like uh, uh Clone Wars TV show for Star Wars.
0: Uh, I believe that is the intent. <laughs> it's
1: uh, the story of Dom and Paul Walker fighting in the Clone Wars.
0: Oh wow, that that would have been well. Technically, uh, Paul Walker has a clone. He has two, right? Or he has like a twin brother and another brother.
1: Oh, you consider uh, twins to be clones? <laughs> yeah. I thought. And uh, I guess this is this is the point where I make the admission that would will color this entire episode that I, previous to this movie, have only seen one Fast and the Furious movie. The first. Uh, Yes. So after seeing this one, which is very different from the first movie, I was like, yeah, sure. This series might have clones in it. (laughs) (laughs) The Resident Evil series eventually had clones in it. Why, Why can't this movie? They've got we've got robot super soldiers at this point. So yeah, why not?
0: So yeah, let me uh let me catch you up to date on the Fast and Furious franchise.
1: Wait, I, is that what we're going to do or am I going to try to suffer through trying to uh, describe this plot without knowing?
0: Well, I let me just give you some background as to what the series is. Could I give my listen?
1: Okay. Oh yeah, you give a little intro. And,
0: and then you can actually go through the plot of this movie, which... I would argue has very little to do with the core well, interests. Here's
1: what I know. Here's mm-hmm. what I know. So the first movie, I know that. Yes. Uh the first movie, we start. It's a uh basically scene for scene ripoff of point break. Um where uh we're stealing instead of robbing banks, we're stealing DVD players, which is Way cooler. <laughs> um, I mean, um, at the
0: time, it was a rising technology. It was. It made
1: sense at the time, and they're also stealing them from trucks while driving, so it's pretty cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah,
1: yeah, it's, it is beat for beat. Point Break. Uh, the undercover cop gets in the sway of the uh, the robbers. They they gets into their cool extreme sports uh, community. Uh, hits it off with a a woman who's connected to the uh, charismatic lead bad guy, uh, gets in trouble with his superiors and law enforcement, and in the end, uh, lets the lead bad guy go. So, Uh point break. Yeah. That's Fast and Fierce 1. Then, uh, too fast, too furious. Uh, Tay... Wait. Tyrese! Yes. I almost said tay (laughs) tay I almost combined Tay-Diggs and Tyrese. Two very, (laughs) very handsome, hairless men. Um... (laughs) Uh they're in Miami?
0: Yes. So the plot of the second one is that uh so Brian uh, <laughs> which is the Paul Walker role Becomes... How did we
1: go from a series where characters were named Brian to this <laughs> movie where the villain's name is Brixton Lore?
0: Well, it was an innocent time back then. <laughs> we were still watching DVDs. Uh this is not your uh you know, your streaming universe. This is your grandpa's, you know. Wait, it's laser Netflix disc time, world. baby. <laughs> so yeah, so Brian uh a, is like this, uh, disgraced FBI agent in the second one, and he, as he should be,
1: terrible yeah. at his job,
0: yeah. And he is, uh, in sort of recruited by the FBI to come back into the fold and infiltrate this like drug dealers, uh, world posse. And, uh, and he's like, okay, but only if I can choose my own partner. And he ends up choosing Tyrese because they used to be friends and like when and they were Vin little. Because Vin Diesel
1: did not want to come back.
0: Because Vin Diesel did not want to come back and wanted to do Triple X.
1: As and- you would. Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest. If you get the choice of doing the sequel to The Fast and the Furious, which it's hard to remember, but only did okay, or be the new, cooler, extreme James Bond who kills James Bond in the opening of your movie. You do that.
0: Yeah, like, why have two twos in your movie's title when you can have three X's?
1: Am I right? Doesn't he kill, like, a fake James Bond at the beginning? I
0: have only seen the third one, which I thoroughly enjoyed.
1: (laughs) I have seen none of the Triple X movies. Oh,
0: Triple X 3 is very good. Uh, Um, I do
1: not know what happens in Triple X State of the Union, but I somehow know that's what it's called.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The third one is amazing. Uh, (laughs) It's very great. And so, anyway, so... Uh, they infiltrate this, uh, Miami gangster drug dealers posse and, you know, uh, car races ensue. It's not super interesting. The second one, we, we meet Eva Mendez. She's sort of important to later on, uh, third one,
1: Tokyo Drift, Tokyo Drift. Don't worry. I fucking know this. Haven't seen it, but guess what? (laughs) Uh, we got a new main character. He's got a buzz cut. Uh, I forgot the actor's name. I don't know what else he's been in. But we are also introduced to a character named Han. I know that there's a character named Han. We're also introduced to the directing styles of Justin Lin, Ooh. the guy who makes the series big. Uh, anyway, uh, they do a bunch of stuff in Tokyo. I think Lil Bow Wow is in it?
0: Yes. Yeah, so in uh, the Tokyo one, this kid is like is into racing cars in L.A., and he gets oh, caught. Oh, right, like their kids are in like yeah. a private school. Yeah. And he gets caught and he, he gets sent to Tokyo as punishment, question mark, because his dad is in the Navy or something and they're stationed in Japan. Mm-hmm. And then he sort of comes to the underworld of Tokyo drift racing, but he doesn't know how to drift.
1: What a fucking idiot. So
0: it's all about him learning how to drift.
1: And, and then at the end, Han is murdered.
0: Well, No.
1: We- He is, well, not at the end, but what, three quarters of the way through?
0: No, so in that movie, he's alive.
1: No, he dies in that movie.
0: No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. He dies later.
1: Well, no, he dies again later because the retcon is that fast. I know this. No, I know that too. But I didn't.
0: I've never seen Tokyo Drift. That's the only one I haven't seen. Yeah, he
1: dies, but only later do we discover that he is killed by One Deckard Shaw. Oh, okay. Because they refilm scenes from that movie to show that uh, showed Jason Statham getting out of the car, and that is in the. Twist ending of the sixth movie.
0: See, you know a lot for someone yeah, I actually who hasn't no, actually watched. Because I have
1: spent so many fucking years now having people like you be like, "No, no, 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 they're good, they're they good, are go good. see them." <laughs> well, I'm I have seen. Okay, I actually have seen the 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 ta- the safe the vault scene from the fifth yeah. one, and that is very fun.
0: Exactly, that's but the I, best one.
1: Spoil, spoilers! Uh, the one we saw this week sucks. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> oh no! Well, and here's the thing. Like Jason Statham and The Rock uh, have it in their contracts that they can't lose a fight on scene, on screen. Uh, Veronica and I have it in our contracts that we can't lose a debate uh, on this podcast. So we'll see what happened today when I'm assuming you thought this was uh, very, very good good.
0: No, I I enjoyed (laughs) it. Uh, Okay, so let's go to the fourth one. (laughs) What's this one called? The fourth one is Fast and Furious.
1: Oh, wait. No, isn't this one called The Fast and the Furious?
0: No, that's the first one.
1: Okay. But yeah, this is like, oh, and this one's like, uh, uh, original parts, new model. Cause we bring back, cause everyone's like, fuck yeah, Michelle Rodriguez is back.
0: Well, so the thing with that is that she dies.
1: Oh, right. But yes, because Vin Diesel is in the twist ending of the third one, uh, being like, hey, I'm in Tokyo. Guess yeah. what? I'm back in the series. And then the fourth movie comes. We got. Paul Walker back. We yeah. got Michelle Rodriguez back. We've got, um. Ooh, do I remember her name? The brunette who plays Dom's sister that Brian hooks up with. And I guess they have a kid eventually. Two kids. Marguerite Moreau?
0: No. Or is that, uh, that's
1: the woman from uh, Wet Hot, isn't no,
0: it? No, her name is fuck. Uh, Jordana Brewster.
1: Jordana Brewster. What movie did I like that she was in as a kid? I don't know. But uh but yes she they're all back Brewster's millions. Brewster's millions. It's uh she's <laughs> cloned a million times.
0: <laughs> um. That's what yeah, she has a million twins. Uh <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so they're all back and in this one Uh, We are also introduced to Giselle Which is Gal Gadot That's like the family grows And this one It's actually kind of cool I remember seeing it uh, When seeing it in theaters And being like Oh this is a a fun reboot The franchise is fun again And uh, so the the whole thing there Is that like Letty dies And
1: Han is now with the others Because Tokyo Drift Actually took place place Five years later Yes
0: uh and so uh yes So really
1: he should have just been Bow Wow. He shouldn't have been Lil I oh, mean. <laughs> we're gonna look it up in front it ter- turns out it's Lil Romeo and we're gonna feel real stupid. No,
0: I'm pretty sure it's Lil Bow Wow. <laughs> uh anyway, in that one they're engaged in smuggling drugs. With race cars under the U.S.-Mexico border. Wait, so
1: they're straight up drug runners now?
0: Yes, yeah, so they're trying to infiltrate again, like, the...
1: When do they become heroes? Uh, like, when do they become, like, on the side of, like, we help the feds fight worse criminals?
0: Uh, that happens in the sixth one. So, <laughs> this one, they're still, like, kind of infiltrating low lives and sort of skirting things with mm-hmm. the FBI. And... uh but, yeah, at the end of that movie, uh, Dominic Toretto is finally arrested.
1: Oh, shit. Uh,
0: by the FBI. And the, the fifth one starts immediately after as they are immediately rescuing him. <laughs> 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 uh, and yeah, and so the fifth one, you know, that's the one The Rock comes into play.
1: Well, I only saw the vault scene. Okay, I, I haven't so,
0: seen yeah, so it's, it's the coolest one, but yeah, it's basically, uh, so they go on a run in, uh, Brazil, and Hobbs is on their tail because, uh, they stole a bunch of money, and, uh, and yeah, so they get, uh... They're trying. Oh, so the thing is, is that they like stole cars from the FBI, I believe, or like some Uh-oh. government agency. Shouldn't do that. And turns out that one of the cars was actually like a drug car that had a chip on it mm-hmm. that had like all like I guess drug drop locations or something in Rio. And so everyone is on their tail, and they go to Rio because. I forget why exactly, but, like, so they're (laughs) trying to, like, uh, get back at, like, the big Don and steal his money. And sort of the Rock is on their tail, but then uh, when that uh, drug lord kills the Rock's team, like, they team up. And then, and they end up, like, stealing all of his money. And so, like, the thing with the safe is that it's actually you think that there's money in that save, but at that point they all already switched it. There's an Ocean's Eleven element in that one. I, it's it, so it funny. became I've been more of a this. movie.
1: These series are just interchangeable in my head. That's another series, right? Only so the first one. So you're describing this and I'm like, yeah, okay. So the bad guy's Andy Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> um it was funny, I just watched a video online. You know how they did that vault scene?
0: Uh no, I guess.
1: The vault scene is a uh, uh a part of a car. It's hollow. And it's part of a car inside that vault. And there's a little hole and there's a person driving it.
0: Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. See? Great, great franchise. And so anyway, uh, The Rock catches. So this is the
1: point where Jason becomes a zombie and he comes back.
0: (laughs) So yeah, uh, this is the one where Michael Myers returns from the (laughs) asylum. And uh, uh, so yeah, so that one, uh, Hobbs lets them go. He like gives them 24 hours. And so in the next one is when we're introduced to Owen Shaw, who's the brother of uh, Deckard Shaw, who is right. Jason Statham.
1: And the son of whatever the fuck Helen, uh, Mirren. Helen Mirren's character yeah, is.
0: Yeah, she has an M name. I forget what it is, like <laughs> Marielle or something like that. Anyway, and this is when the action moves to London. And so they're actually <laughs> recruited by Hobbes, Uh, And someone called Mr. Nobody, which is Kurt Russell. And uh, (laughs) there's like, I think it's called like God's Eye. And it's like, um, it's like this sort of it's basically a MacGuffin, but it's supposed to like see everything through hashtag computers. And there's like this uh, lady hacker. What I like
1: about the movie is is their relevance. <laughs> They're really the movies of today. I
0: mean, they are.
1: They confront issues that we all deal with in our day to day lives.
0: Exactly. Aren't you? Aren't you afraid of like Facebook surveillance and mm-hmm. all that stuff? This is what the Fast and Furious franchise I is about.
1: Love that every fucking action movie now has to be like the villain is like Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> but tough. <laughs>
0: That was basically, wasn't that Fleabag? Not Fleabag. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Killing Eve. The
1: super villain in Fleabag. <laughs> I
0: was like, no, that's wrong. Uh- you fucked
1: my priest and ruined my church. You're going down, Fleabag. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I meant killing Eve. Anyway, so yeah, so they are basically uh, trying to outmaneuver um, uh the other shaw and to like steal back the trip
1: And they win. And so to get the brother kills Han and
0: So like the yes. So the the, circle is closed. So Han actually I believe uh yeah, so Han I guess technically dies after the end credits of this one. But yeah, so Giselle dies in this one so they have like
1: Han also like a character from uh Better Luck Tomorrow?
0: I don't know. That's a good question. Because, yeah, I guess it's the same director.
1: It is. And um, I, I think, let me see, it's Justin Lin. I think, because this was, because I had seen Better Luck Tomorrow. And then when I started hearing all this shit, I was like, oh, that's actually really funny and interesting. Um.
0: But I will tell you first is that this is the movie where really i think
1: oh they're just both named han they're different characters
0: they it really marked a step up for the franchise in terms of raising the stake for how crazy the race is quote unquote where it like no longer becomes a race where it's just we're using our cars for shit yes and so this one has one where they're basically are trying to stop an airplane like a military airplane from taking off by having like cars and racing an airplane
1: yeah this is like those like uh, a series of movies that's all about like gunslingers and they just do dumb shit with guns or like the way um like indiana jones like pulls a woman in for a kiss with a whip like these guys (laughs) they have cars so they do everything so i would love to see like now we're getting just techno thrillers in this universe. I want to see the Fast and the Furious presents like How to Lose a Man in Ten Days, like the rom-com <laughs> version where they're like, they're like, you gotta win her over with a car. <laughs> that
0: could be fun. Uh, you should pitch Hollywood.
1: That. Hollywood come knocking. I clearly have a big knowledge of the series. I could do this.
0: Uh, and so, uh, yeah, so Giselle dies. She's Han's uh, oh, girlfriend. No. She she becomes Wonder Woman, though. She gets reincarnated.
1: Good for her. Good and for her. then,
0: so the seventh one is the one during which Paul Walker dies. Not in the movie. No, mm-hmm. uh, so
1: he drives off. In, he drives off into the sunset. And they play that fucking song. <laughs>
0: right? Yep. See you again. Yep. Anyway, so that one what is And the... they get
1: edwood's dentist to play paul walker as he drives off
0: oh fuck i forget what this one is about i forget what the seventh one I is i don't about. think it's incredible i remember important. in that one they parachute with their cars Yep, so sure, that was super sure, fun sure, sure. uh yeah and that's the one where like jason statham is introduced actually like was well, introduced he... at the
1: end of the sixth one Ooh. why do i know?
0: Yes. right but like actually introduced as yes. a character uh so he's avenging his uh his brother and uh yeah there's uh some fun violence with that one i remember
1: so wait you've been saying the eighth one this is the ninth one we saw this week
0: yes so this is the ninth one i meant like eight in the fast and furious franchise i guess this one is sort of a spin-off
1: yeah but what, what are you not counting man? so there
0: were fate eight movies so, so this the, is number nine. This is number nine. Okay. Right? Yeah. But this is a spin off. I don't count it as part of the, the Fast and the Furious.
1: Neither does Tyrese.
0: Oh, wow. Because uh, is, is it because he's a... Well, apparently
1: they all hate the rock. Yeah. That is, I, that's the one thing I've really learned and why I kind of know these plots is because I've very much enjoyed all the news stories about how they all hate... Yeah, because like, they're like The original men. family hates the new fucks.
0: But yeah, it's apparently like The Rock is kind of a dick when it comes to like calling people out on being like girly men or something. And (laughs) but yeah, anyway, in the eighth one, Shirley Starrin is there. There's a submarine. Uh, Dom Uh, goes bad, but then he goes good.
1: I mean, I've said on this podcast multiple times how much I love, love the Jumanji reboot. And I liked (laughs) Moana. I I watched professional wrestling briefly, but it was right in the right period to love The Rock. Um, so I'm a Rock fan. This movie made me not like him.
0: Yeah, so the thing that... So I feel like if anyone came to this franchise cold mm-hmm. and this was the first movie they saw, would they think that The Rock and uh, Hobbs and Shaw are good guys?
1: Yeah, they're well, they're clearly, for some reason, Shaw is a, uh, apparently, MI6. Also, so it's like, eventually, why, okay, whatever. Just wrap up our series rundown.
0: No, I, we come to this. That's okay, the end good. of the wrap up. It.
1: Um, it's insane. So oh, he's a criminal. He was a criminal. Helen Mirren was the supervillain of one of these movies. She wasn't. She wasn't? No. Oh, Charlie Theron was. Yeah. Then why? She she was in another one before this, right? She was
0: as their mother, but she wasn't like a supervillain. Oh, I thought. She's like a thief, I think.
1: Oh, okay. Um, But like, so, okay. So Vanessa Kirby, um, here to remind you that you could be watching a Mission Impossible movie, but for some reason you're watching this. Uh, She's in this and she is, um, (laughs) she's Jason Statham's sister. Uh, We see flashbacks of them growing up together. Uh, For those doing math at home, Vanessa Kirby is 21 years younger.
0: (laughs) How old is he supposed to be in the movie?
1: I don't know, but it is uh, insane on the level of uh, Fateful Findings, where Neil Breen's character grew up with the girl, and then uh, we see the flashbacks of them as kids, and then he casts an actress who's clearly 25 years younger than him to play the girl he grew up with. It is so insane that Vanessa Kirby is playing his sister. And then like once uh, The Rock's mom shows up in what we can all agree is the best section of this movie and totally not boring as fuck. um, She's clearly his age. The Rock's mom (laughs) in this movie is clearly his age. Like I looked up The Rock's actually younger than I thought he was. People
0: age differently in (laughs) Samoa.
1: The Rock's like The Rock's 47. If this woman is more than 52, I'll eat my (laughs) ass.
0: Let's look it up
1: uh she does not have a wikipedia page i did look this up last night
0: well does she have an imdb that's page? how
1: i know how old vanessa kirby is. does Jay she Jatham have an
0: imdb page
1: i didn't get that far i didn't care that much but um but all right so we've we this is where we are some oh yeah but so vanessa kirby is an mi6 agent right. um despite the fact that her family are all super criminals mm-hmm. i feel like the mi6 would have a problem with that
0: True, but maybe they could use it to their advantage somehow or something. I don't like, listen, to actually be questioning the logic of this franchise is not the right mindset to come into You're right. this right,
1: And I really did there. And there were times where it succeeded where I'm like, oh, this is just dumb fun.
0: But what I meant in my question when I said, like, do you think the person anyone would think that they're good guys is that they like immediately start hitting people and they immediately start fighting with people. Where like, if you don't know that they're like on a mission yeah. and are the good guys, like you would be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like,
1: yeah, like uh, the rock. the rock is I a love federal cops. agent. <laughs> he tattoos "I love cops" on a man's face, and I, in my mind, I was like, "Wait, is he a cop or is he just another criminal?" Let's let's start to get into this. Uh, but I was, have you ever, you know, in a uh, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah um how uh so it was a disney production and they really wanted uh bugs bunny to be in the movie and the lawyers from disney and warner brothers made a deal that bugs bunny and mickey mouse can be on screen together but they both have to have the exact equal amount of lines and be visible for the exact equal amount of friends yeah. they have to be shown as exact equals and um uh, in the in the scene, it's fine. But once you, like, know that fact and you're watching that scene, you start not seeing classic cartoon characters and Bob Hoskins falling through the sky and instead just seeing lawyers negotiate. Yeah. And that's what I felt about the entirety of Hobbs and Shaw. So the stories have come out that, yeah, Vin Diesel, who's not in this, but Vin Diesel, The Rock, and Jason Statham have it in their contracts that they cannot lose a fight. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this movie is that Bugs Bunny Mickey Mouse scene for two hours where they cannot be shown to look cool or wrong in any way. And they have to be shown to be exact equals. If the, if Jason Statham's character like gets a fun insult at the rock, The Rock has to have an exactly equal insult (laughs) right after it. They cannot, neither of them can have flaws in any way. And if you think that makes their action scenes less interesting, you'd be right.
0: Yeah, I think it is also true about all the types of scenes. It's not just action Mm -hmm. scenes. Like The Rock has like some uh, like semi-romantic interest with... uh, Uh, Shaw's sister which is, Ooh, the so, chemistry is so unbelievable and, uh, and then like <laughs> the next scene is Jason Statham talking to her because like if he has a scene with the lady the other guy also has to have a scene with the lady <laughs> which makes like them seem so petty and yeah. unmanly in like so many different ways and that's what I mean <laughs> about
1: this movie made me not like The Rock because I feel like what I felt watching this movie was that someone wrote a script That was a straight comedy. Someone wrote a script that was like, we're making fucking Tango and Cash for 2019. And it's going to be basically a self-aware parody of crazy action movies. And Vin Diesel and Jason Statham, who both have uh, producer credits, read the script and were like, hey, this joke's pretty funny. But you know, it kind of doesn't make me look cool. (laughs) And the writers were probably like, well, yeah, it's not supposed to. It's a joke. That's what's funny. Yeah, but could you do the joke again but actually make it make me look cool and uh uh, oh and this comedic scene i know it's you should shoot it like a comedy but could you actually shoot it in a way that makes me look very cool and that's the entire movie uh
0: what did you so we can dispense with the plot fairly quickly as
1: (laughs) this movie doesn't
0: uh but so what happens is that uh so uh, Shaw's MI6 sister, Hattie. H- Hattie. She is uh, transporting some uh, deadly virus. Yeah. And uh, just as uh, she is about to transport it back to MI6, she is being accosted, or she is confronted by the bad guy <laughs> as he introduces himself. Which, which again, a
1: funny line. Yeah. I think this script was a comedy. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the terrible improv of Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But uh, so this is our very first scene we open. We see these MI6 agents come in. One of them looks a little different. And I'm not saying that because she's a woman. I'm saying that because she's wearing, I would say, 30 pounds of eye makeup, (laughs) despite being in like SWAT gear doing this mission. And then, yes, Brixton Lore in your shows up and he is half he's the terminator i guess he's He's like bionic man because that's where this series is now it's
0: kind of cool it's like okay so we can't do anything crazier with cars than like Mm. driving a fucking submarine so how about we upgrade the people which Um,
1: i'm fine with
0: yeah it's yeah so we find out that he wants the drug but she injects herself with it and she basically ends up having like she has like 2 days or something to live until the virus takes over
1: which i all i actually i really like i i can't think i'm sure another movie has done this but this the whole plot idea of the bad guys are trying to get a virus so i've in, i there's no way for me to hide it from them so i'm going to inj- inject it into myself uh, uh and now the, that's the ticking clock i thought that was a fun plot yeah. idea although To be honest, at one point they're confronted with the idea that the safest thing to do would be to just kill her or go on this insane mission to get the things out. How about just cut her arm off? Because the whole thing is that the capsules, there's 72 hours and then these capsules with the virus will disintegrate and go into her bloodstream. And the capsules are clearly still in her hand. So just cut her fucking arm off.
0: I mean, listen, you solve so many movie problems. (laughs)
1: You're right. <laughs> Vanessa Kirby does a lot of great fighting, although she can't win any fights against Vin Diesel because you know contracts. Yeah,
0: that was like the most annoying one because, like, plot-wise, it was. She should so, win. She should win. It would but make so much can. sense. Yeah.
1: Um. But okay. So yeah, So we. So see yeah, that. we
0: are introduced to uh uh to our uh duo of uh buddy, not really cops, buddy semi-criminals. I don't know how to describe them.
1: Yeah, we get a the idea here is fun. It's we get a split screen where we see yeah, both of them starting their day. But here's the insane thing. In most buddy cop movies, which this really is, you would be seeing how they're different. Like we'd be seeing, you know, uh uh um Danny Glover waking up with his family while Mel Gibson's uh crawling out of a trailer, you know. But instead, there's basically no difference between either of them well
0: the rock wakes up earlier and has a bigger
1: breakfast <laughs> yeah i guess and one of their things is color-coded blue and the other is color-coded orange but yeah. it's like they both fight people the exact same way using yeah. implemented things around them
0: yeah you're right
1: they both torture a guy for information one just uses height
0: yeah, and one is British. And what? And oh,
1: and Vin Diesel hits on a tattoo artist. Yeah, but yeah, so we see them. Not
0: Vin Diesel. F-
1: oh, fucking, who cares? Um, <laughs> I, I definitely just, don't know. Okay, Hobbs is The Rock.
0: Hobbs Shaw is it, uh, Statham. Luke Hobbs? And uh, yes. Deckard?
1: Luke, yeah. Deckard Shaw. Yes. All right.
0: And so they are recruited by, you know, mm. uh, contemporaries from across the pond. We get. Uh, Uh, What's his face? Brian Reynolds recruiting Shaw. Oh,
1: boy. Is he in the other movies?
0: Uh, No. This was a surprise. He was not credited.
1: That character is so awful. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: Wait, did your audience find it funny?
0: The audience, I liked some parts of it. I was also like surprised that he was there and mm-hmm. kind of pleasantly. I don't hate Ryan Reynolds. No, I, I haven't seen Deadpool too. So I, I have know.
1: not seen either Deadpool. Well, it's also they get in there. This is also one of the worst scenes in the movie. Uh, uh, prior, so it, it's clear that uh, in in his pro- role as producer, uh, Vin fucking hell, The Rock <laughs> was like, "Hey, I'm down to do this movie." Also, can this movie really promote Samoa and Samoan family values? Um, So we get, I'd say conservatively, 43 minutes of The Rock being a good dad, um, which is what we're all here for. We all really want to see The Rock and his precocious daughter talk about school stuff.
0: Well that's the thing I feel like all these odd additions mm-hmm. to the movie knowing that he was a producer paint like a very particular picture of the man yeah. himself and it's yeah it's not super flattering no it's, this is a
1: movie that is so it it is so desperate to be cool that it is so uncool. So all these things. And then it's like, yeah, you can hear me. It's like, I want to be a good dad. I want to. Ch- there has to be a scene where I talk about like basically how important it is to do your homework. Like this might as well be the end of a fucking G.I. Joe cartoon. Um, and it's so annoying. And then it does not get improved by the appearance of Ryan Reynolds, who comes in and just. And Deadpools it up. Just the most fucking annoying guy in your improv 101 class <laughs> just comes in and won't stop talking about who knows what.
0: Yeah, he's just like a lot of asides. He's basically does like. Ellen DeGeneres' stand-up material. <laughs> Just a lot. Uh, but yeah, so while he's doing that, Rob Delaney, a much better surprise casting. Yeah.
1: Who gets a tenth of the screen time yeah. as Ryan Reynolds. And I get that. Rob Delaney's the star of Catastrophe on Amazon. Amazon. not show the star of multiple... Uh, uh, ooh, yeah, fuck you, Fleabag. Wow.
0: Oh, I think... I mean, Fleabag is super good, but I think Catastrophe is way better.
1: I, I also prefer Catastrophe.
0: I think I mean I think we talked about this before about the fact that I think it's the best streaming thing produced period
1: I haven't seen the most recent season it's really good I think I probably said that the last time that will not surprise Um, you anyway so yeah they're both uh, uh, so the CIA comes and gets uh, in London comes and gets Deckard Shaw who has just visited his mother in prison and she's like uh, she sets up the credits by saying I want you to reunite with your sister blah blah who cares um and uh, she has
0: a fun accent, though. Oh,
1: this scene's fun. And this yeah. was really like uh, compared to the uh, the Ryan Reynolds scene really made me sit there and go, oh, this is a this script is a dumb self-aware comedy. But boy, the difference between the way um, uh, 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 Helen Mirren and Jason Statham deliver these dumb corny lines and Ryan Reynolds, uh, The Rock and a child actress deliver these lines <laughs> is miles apart like (laughs) the Helen Mirren scene is legitimately kind of fun like all the jokes in this movie um the ones that aren't clearly made up on the spot by Ryan Reynolds are (laughs) corny as fuck like this is the most like dumb 80s action movie self-parody that you'll get which can be fun there's a reason people like um like uh, uh Kurt Russell yeah uh like Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, in some of his comedic roles, are very good at doing this. And The Rock is as well in movies like Jumanji. He's hilarious at, like, self-parody in that movie. And I think he's, for whatever reason, so concerned about appearing cool in this movie that it, like... Yeah. I uh, feel
0: like it's not a new problem. I feel like you might have encountered it now but Mm. i feel like i haven't liked the rock in a long time and i feel like the fast and furious franchise has contributed to it a Mm. franchise i really like but i think like yeah his character in these movies always just feels like he's looking at what vin diesel is doing and he's like more like he's like i want to be better than this (laughs) and there
1: is that scene where uh i i joked earlier that uh Uh, The Rock and uh, so Hobbs and Shaw have to have equal insults. They have to like equally fight each other and get equal punches in. But there is a scene where they are insulting each other. So anyway, so they got contracted to find uh, Shaw's sister. And And both Ryan Reynolds and Rob Delaney are like, Ooh, those, these guys are not going to be happy when they find out who their partner is, which is a funny scene. And if this movie was filmed like a comedy, it would be great. But um, we then cut to them like, uh, we get the one PG-13 F-bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, no fucking way. Uh, then we get uh, them insulting each other. And uh, The Rock insults Jason Statham, like, actually... And the fun of a scene like this is to have... Is basically to just see the actors insult each other as actors. Like, the characters have washed away. And so Vin <laughs> Diesel is insulting Jason Statham's voice and accent, and nasally voice, and it's very funny. But then you think that Jason Statham would be able to insult The Rock, the actor, but no, his insults are very specific to the character and could never be confused with actually being about The Rock. And that feels like another thing. What does he say? I forget. I I just remember that it's like, you'd think it would be like something like, and you're, it's something like, it it, it might as well feel like, yeah, you know what's bad about you? You try too hard. Oh yeah. And you come to work too early. Like, it's it feels like that thing like, where you're in a job interview and they're like, what's your biggest flaw? It's like, I just care too much about my work. Yeah. Like, that's what it felt like as an insult. Yeah,
0: like, you too are too concerned about being a good dad. Yeah. If you eat too many eggs. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so... Um,
1: what, what would you... Oh, they're, they're, what would you, their big flaw in this movie, they both have the same flaw, is that they haven't yet realized that there's no I in team. <laughs> That is the greatest flaw of all.
0: Uh, yeah, and so a bunch of fighting ensues. I would, yeah, as we said, like they each have to get like the final punch. They have equal screen time in terms of punching, but it all feels. I also just want to mention how old-timey macho all of this feels like. Like, look oh. watching these act like these guys like beat like other guys up and like almost looking at the screen breaking the fourth wall and just like hey ladies look at that
1: but it's also yeah they're trying to do they do all these like they're doing like 80s macho plot lines but they also have to uh take a break every now and again but like but seriously we're woke um, <laughs> they have some lo- like random lines about vanessa kirby's character where they're just like it's like, are you scared of her because she's a woman? Of course I'm not scared of her because she's a woman. Women are equal to men in every way. And yes, she's beautiful. But that's not what's important about her. What's important about her is that she's incredibly intelligent. I agree. Okay, back to fighting. And it feels so forced.
0: Yeah, it's uh yeah, I feel like that's something like this franchise sometimes struggles with is sort of like incorporating the norms of the day into like they want to acknowledge all that stuff they want to be the woke franchise i mean they are in many ways and they are i've learned
1: a lot about society from these movies. i
0: (laughs) mean they are in terms of like just general diversity and that is true casting i think they are like ahead of the curve on a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. but like this stuff sometimes comes off as so heavy-handed Anyway, in the meantime, we find out uh, what uh, Idris Elba's thing is. He's basically a robot, so he gets to be rebooted by whatever it is. Yeah, by E.T. Remember
1: that name for Hobbs and Shaw, too?
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's such a dumb name. Like, what the fuck is E.T.
1: I'm sure it probably means something in some language, and the writer thought it was clever.
0: Yeah, I, it's just, but basically. I'm going to look he, it
1: up. That's my guess. I'm. My guess is that it's going to mean something like r- r- fucking automaton in Latin. Mm. I don't know that they would have a word for automaton. <laughs> Let's see.
0: But it also sounded like it was like E-T-O, like in lowercase e and then uppercase T. But I don't know. Anyway, uh, so yeah. So he basically gets rebooted and upgraded every few days. Like he gets asleep. He gets charged up. Uh oh, is this the point of the movie where they realize that they have to go to Moscow because that's where the person who invented this disease is?
1: Um. Well, first they have to hook up with uh Vanessa Kirby's character.
0: Oh. Ah. So they both... So they, they hook up with her.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they split up. They refuse to work with each other. So Vin Diesel goes to her... Um, goes to her uh, fucking sick ass London loft, uh, London apartment and fights Etion guys where while Vin Diesel fights Vanessa Kirby and 100 percent he should have lost the fight. Right. But it's very clear that he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Shaw wins his fight, and I lose mine, and so she To a
0: woman, not that there's anything wrong with it. Oh, no, no, no,
1: no, not at all, not at all, that's not what I'm saying. (laughs) Uh, But no, so this fight literally ends with him picking her up, which is actually kind of funny.
0: But also (laughs) semi-condescending.
1: Oh, yeah, well, that's the thing, it's like, they keep being like, yo, women are just as cool, but then also, she, it's like... It it's so lazily done of like yeah she does all the '80s uh, female lead like tropes of like yeah she becomes a damsel but then like after the fight they have to you know in like old '80s movies they'd be like oh the the woman has should have some like uh, uh, independence so let's have her like bite the criminal's hand while he's holding her <laughs> and this one is just like it's it's 20 years later so now she kicks him five times. <laughs>
0: Uh, And so once they find her, they realize that they can travel to Moscow to find the creator of this virus and uh, see if they can extract it out of her. Uh, They go there. He tells them that there's this device uh, and that they can use it.
1: All right. But sorry. Etion is Greek. uh, And it means. That which is in contradiction to that which is not i don't know what that means but uh yep there you go
0: wow man my daily dose of latin or greek is is this uh and so but they are uh like brixton catches up to them and there's Mm. fighting i kind of i saw this movie less than three weeks ago but my brain has forgotten most of the
1: plot. Yeah, I've made fun of a lot of the beginning part, but this is kind of where it starts to get a little boring. Uh,
0: but yeah, so because uh,
1: none of the fights had, there's no, there's no tension.
0: Yeah, because they, the, they, our can't heroes, <laughs>
1: our heroes cannot be shown to fail in any way at any point.
0: Yeah, they only like their setbacks are only like like in here. It the device that she can use to retrieve the thing breaks. Yeah, but it's not even
1: because they fuck up. Like, we should see a scene where it's like they actually drop it, probably because of their flaw that they can't work together. But no, just at the end of this chase, Vin Diesel's like, oh, no, the machine is a little banged up. God fucking day. Who cares?
0: Oh, and we forgot to mention that I think as they fly to...
1: Oh, God, uh, yes. As
0: they fly to Moscow, we have a cameo I was way less into than the Ryan Reynolds one. I, would I found say. this one
1: less annoying. It was it really? just like oh. the Ryan Reynolds one went on about eight minutes too long.
0: Yeah. So uh, we get Kevin Hart. Uh, he cameos as Kevin Hart. Uh, I mean, he basically just does jokes about being small. Yeah. Like, and I just hate that.
1: Well, it's like if you this really is the script is basically a Muppets parody of an action movie. Only. They decided to film it straight. That's what it feels like. And you could see if this is basically a parody of a super action hero team up movie. It's funny to have the scrawny comedian of the day appear and go, can I be the third one, guys? (laughs) And they're like, um, I don't think so. Uh, Like, you could see how in theory that's a funny scene. Uh, I
0: think it is in theory. I think it's mostly I just hate Kevin Hart. I think wow. it's mostly that.
1: Wow! Night, night school was such a bad night experience for you. Night school was
0: terrible for me. I mean, I don't think I've seen him in a good movie. What is a good Kevin Hart? Movie? Jumanji. <laughs> I guess I'm not gonna watch Jumanji.
1: It's really one of these days. One of these days. <laughs> one
0: of these days. I'm well, you're probably be trapped just, on an airplane. You're probably
1: just gonna have to watch Jumanji too in a few months. Oh God, let's not. The go trailer ahead. looks great. Um, Danny Glover and wait, who's the other old guy? It's Danny Glover and um, I have not
0: seen Danny new trailer.
1: Oh, Danny DeVito!
0: Whoa, the Denny's!
1: The Danny's together at last. Wow. We've all been asking for it. So Danny, De- as we all know, Danny DeVito was supposed to play Murtaugh. It was supposed to play Riggs in <laughs> Lethal Weapon, um, but in the end, they went with Mel Gibson. Such a bummer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I would pay good money to see that. Someone deep fake that. Uh, okay, so uh yeah so they have a fun interlude your mileage might vary with kevin hart uh and so anyway the device is broken so what do they do as everyone would what you one <laughs>
1: thing sorry one thing i noticed that is funny uh uh everything is so sleek in this movie oh for and sure. like you know it's like one of these action movies where like they drive the coolest fucking cars and they and wear the so coolest shiny. fucking clothes and every tabletop is shiny and has like touchscreen computers in the tabletop however they fly coach
0: hey you got to conserve your resources i, I guess Choose this is where you want to be frugal i
1: guess this is just to explain why kevin hart's um uh uh air marshal character is there but it was really funny that they're just in a shitty airplane <laughs>
0: Yeah, why don't they fly in their car?
1: <laughs> I guess they didn't. Uh, we get, like, you know, as you can imagine, so much product placement. The nice five-second close-up of the Chevrolet logo being my favorite. Oh, but, yeah. Um, uh, Is
0: that why I bought a Chevrolet car yesterday?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, oh damn it. Veronica, you got to think about these things before. You're too susceptible. Oh, man. You got to watch out.
0: I was just, there was something. I didn't know what it was. I went to sleep oh, after bummer. seeing the movie. Bummer. I woke up. Had Chevrolets in my eyes.
1: I bought a Jason Statham.
0: Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. How do you train him if he can't lose in a
1: fight? <laughs> it's very hard. Um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, anyway, so yes, you were saying.
0: So as anyone would, uh, where would you go to get your tech solutions at, if not Samoa? Oh,
1: uh, we're, sk- we're uh, skipping over the sexy lingerie model model. Super what? mob, a super Russian mobster scene.
0: I guess I don't even remember it. Oh man, I was must have been so high. For this. <laughs> <laughs> I, what are you talking about? <laughs> there was a sexy. Okay, have we tell me more is this, stuff?
1: Is this the first time we've pulled back the curtain and admitted <laughs> that we might not watch these movies entirely sober? Oh God!
0: I think that's assumed.
1: <laughs> there is this one um, during the Samoa section, during the Samoa training montage. I I did take a an extended slow walk to the bathroom. Um,
0: really, that's the part I, I was so bored it. during
1: the Samoa section. Uh, but um, uh, but no, yes, uh, they go to they go to to Moscow, and we meet Russian. Uh, we can't. We have. We can't meet Russian because like. organized crime in russia are just putin's friends in real life the oligarchs are just the gangsters that are friends with uh uh with putin and we have to reveal that no we're not reading meeting those russian gangsters we're beating the russian gangsters who robin hood steal from those gangsters and yes they are all lingerie <laughs> models. What? Which again, if this movie really committed to being a parody, I think would be fine.
0: It sounds super fun. I don't remember any of it. You don't
1: that. remember it's a bunch of sexy women with like me, all the Russian gangsters they've captured are tied and hanging from the ceiling?
0: Are you just making fun of me? This right
1: is 100% <laughs> in the movie. They no, go I don't and they're the ones that. who what I don't even what do they give them? They give Clothes. them They give them guns. <laughs> Why are they? in... Oh, they give them the guns to then invade the Etian headquarters and get the scientists. So
0: Etian is in like Ukraine. Or no, right? no.
1: Oh fuck, no. They get the scientists somewhere else.
0: Etian. So the scientist I, I think is in Moscow, but maybe.
1: Okay so they get him in moscow then they go to get the weapons to then invade etion which is in the ukraine and that's where Uh, they get the the uh device. device which breaks which is why and you're like this movie should be over we are at the right time for this movie to be over. It feels like that invasion of Etienne should have been the climax of the movie. But no, producer The Rock says, we have to go to Samoa and talk about how cool Samoa is for 53 minutes. (laughs)
0: I mean, I enjoyed that because it was, uh, I mean, not to say unexpected. I've seen the trailer. I knew it was coming, Mm -hmm. but it was kind of nice. Not a lot of action movies are set in Samoa. No, it
1: is fine. And And it's just a second, third act to the movie.
0: Right. That's true. But yeah, so they go there because his estranged brother (laughs) is actually an amazing engineer and he can fix it, but not before they can fix their relationship.
1: Yeah, and we, we care about this because in the beginning scene about how good a dad, um, <laughs> God, fuck, how good a dad The Rock is, we've revealed that he has, uh, his daughter is making a family tree and he has not told her anything about his brother.
0: Which is just bad parenting.
1: It's also bad exposition in that scene. Dad, <laughs> why have you not told me anything about your family? Is it because something happened? Oh, there are just some things that cannot be fixed.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, and so the thing that apparently happened is that at one point, the Rock snitched on the family, right?
1: On their their father was a criminal who didn't care about his sons and only used them as labor and got them killed. So to save his brothers, the Rock Beginning his time in law enforcement, all of the cops in this world used to be criminals, whereas in our world, all the cops are criminals. Am I right? Wow. Whoa, dude, political. Oh, um, <laughs> that one's for Justice Department head, William, William Barr. <laughs> um, keep investigating that Jeffrey Epstein, Epstein thing, Barr. I'm sure it'll go great. Uh, you're a man of virtue. Um, anyway, so then... Uh, Yeah, so he snitched on the dad. So the family, uh, not including the mother, who, to reiterate, is the same age as her two sons. (laughs) Um, uh, She forgives uh, the Rock. She's so happy he's there. Then everyone forgives him. And then we get a long, long montage of... hooking up cars to create a home alone uh, scenario.
0: Yeah. So they're (laughs) like. I did.
1: This is, we're getting to the 15th climax of the movie where um, they do just, they're like, oh, right, Fast and Furious presents. Let's bring some cars into this.
0: Yeah, let's bring some cars. Which I thought was kind of funny. And a helicopter. And so Brixton arrives in Samoa to get the virus out of Hattie, who is, uh, having the virus removed from her uh, by whatever the new thingamajig that oh, yeah. The Rock's brother and has it, devised. It
1: takes 30 minutes to take the uh, virus out of her. Um, and But they want her to still be in the action. The logical thing would be she should go somewhere else and hide. <laughs> but no, we get a scene where she says the logical thing the audience is thinking because it only takes 30 minutes. She's like, Hey, Jason Statham, my brother. Should I just go hide? And he's like, No, you should be close to the action so I could keep an eye out on you. And it's insane. Well, also this fight, like by all like all logic, should take about four hours, but in the movie, uh, the timer goes down about eight minutes.
0: So I. This might have been another thing that I missed while I was high, but it seemed like so they were setting up to fight at night and it immediately becomes daytime.
1: Oh, yeah, it also is. Uh, this might be true about Samoa, it's raining five feet away from where it's not raining,
0: (laughs) but it was just like so jarring that like it was pitch black and like the next scene it's full on sunlight, and I was like. Do we miss something? How did the day change?
1: This this whole section sucks.
0: But uh, so it, this is all leading up to the amazing face off between a rock and two vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> a
1: and, rock and two hard places. Uh, exactly.
0: Uh, and so uh, yeah, so J- I believe Jason Statham is the one uh, driving mm-hmm. this sort of weird crane contraption, and uh, the rock is like. Uh, I got to get him off our tail because the helicopter that Brixton is driving kind of latched on. Oh, no.
1: They've kidnapped Vanessa they, Kirby. They've kidnapped. And it, so they've latched their truck they've on because they're on to, the to truck. save her. Right,
0: right, right. And so then, oh, no. The
1: But she's not a damsel in distress, guys. She's just as tough as the men. But also. Woke series.
0: <laughs> but also. As if the metal cord that they hoisted up to the helicopter is not up to the task. But you know what is? The human arms of the rock, who single-handedly, literally, is tethered between the truck and the helicopter until, I believe like the helicopter crashes, right? <laughs>
1: and this gets into kind of the weird thing with the villain. So uh, Idris Elba is a robot and the whole thing with the villains, Eteon, um, the leader of which we don't see, uh, um, because they couldn't find time to film Keanu Reeves, who is who they wanted it to be, so they just have it be a robot voice. And whenever uh, they get Keanu Reeves in future sequels, oh. it will be him. Um, so excited. Their plan is they believe humanity needs to evolve using machinery. But they mm-hmm. also uh, they believe we need to get rid of the weak uh, amongst us, which is why they have the virus and they're gonna let it out, and that will kill all the weak people in the world, uh, leaving only. The strong people who will get cybernetic upgrades, I guess, although presumably the strong people will just be pretty angry at Edeon mm-hmm. for killing all of their loved ones. Um their plan doesn't make a lot of sense. But their whole thing is that like, uh, humanity is done, we need like it's time for it's time for superhumans, and it's weird that the person fighting on the side of humanity is the rock doing clearly inhuman feats of strength <laughs> you'd think that we'd want to see him win using something that machines can't do mm-hmm. but no he literally uses yeah yes he should win with an act of love <laughs> he should just like i don't empathize with uh, empathize idris elba to death yes <laughs>
0: or you know understand you un- like general questions (laughs) (laughs) yes as opposed to like an ai no
1: he understands nuance uh
0: yeah so did you think that i perceived etion as being run entirely by computers i thought it was like it didn't even have like a head person who was a person i thought it was all that is purely a
1: scheduling issue
0: yeah, but I thought that actually made it seem more nefarious and cool. Though. Well, like,
1: No, if there's anything, I love the sound design. Uh, the sound design, they do the, the thing where the robot speaks with a ton of different voices. And, you know, you've seen this in a bunch of movies um, where it's a bunch of different voices and the sound mixers are bringing up and down different voices depending on the inflection they want. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it will sound like... A bunch of a bunch of people, and then when it's really sinister, they'll bring up a kind of sinister high pitch voice for half the sentence. Um, uh, I like that, but yeah, I think it's yeah. supposed to be someone hiding their identity mm. who probably is part robot and is probably all Gianna Reeves, yes. Uh, but no, he didn't do the voice acting either.
0: I would love for a John Wick Fast and Furious mashup, I feel like no. that would blow everyone's you know mind.
1: I wasn't a fan of. Of the last John Wick movie we saw, except for, again, the first 40 minutes, which fucking rules. But I liked it more than this.
0: Oh, I. Keep
1: John Wick out of this series. <laughs> no. Because uh, then, then we're going to have to like, if it's John Wick, we're going to have to get 40 minute monologues explaining how a uh, uh, fucking Deckard Shaw worked in the high table and rules and. Uh. Uh, I would love it so much
0: uh anyway and so all is good in the world of the fast and those who are furious once more
1: we should say how they eventually defeat idris elba uh
0: do they how do they defeat
1: they learn teamwork because as we've seen throughout (laughs) idris elba we see idris elba's terminator vision also every time idris elba does something they use the exact sound effects of the Transformers transforming from the Transformers movies. You know that, that noise. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And it's anytime Idris Elba does anything, which is very funny. (laughs) Because he's not transforming. He's just like walking down the street.
0: But he's bionic.
1: He's bionic um uh but anyway so they he, we see his terminator vision which is his pov with like oh, yeah. computer screen shit where it's like when the rock's going to punch him it's in slow motion and it says incoming force of 1000 pounds <laughs> um but anyway so uh they realize that if they work together and allow him to get a hit on one of them the other can attack him. So they mm. take turns being the one to get punched by Idris Elba while the other person hits. And this is the closest we ever see to them being hurt by anyone. And of course it's them choosing to be hurt. Yes. Uh, but yes, then they, they win. Uh, he, uh, the uh, non Keanu Reeves uh, disappointed with Idris Elba's job, turns off his CPU and he dies falling off a cliff.
0: Yeah, that part I remember.
1: (laughs) Good. Great.
0: Uh, Yes. And so, once more, all is well (laughs) in the land of the fast and the country of the furious. Uh, Yeah, so, John, Mm -hmm. we, I mean, I think it's semi-clear where we stand on this movie. Do you want to give it a letter grade? Super
1: love. Super love it. All right. Yep. All right. Let's do it. Uh, Three, three, two, one, see.
0: Alright, yeah. off by one
1: I mean, there, yeah, there are parts It's just like It's not it, it is a movie that wants to be like We know how dumb this is But every time it makes like a fun joke like that It's like, this is crazy and exciting But we know how dumb it is And it's fun You then instantly go But seriously, it's cool, right? You think we're cool, right? We're being cool This is, this is cool It's unlike um, uh, I'm trying to think like of a fun action movie that's just fine with just being stupid, like just being admittedly stupid. I love uh, movies that are just just fully stupid.
0: Mm. Yeah, I definitely don't think this is the franchise for that. I think every movie they do try to bring in Mm -hmm. first of all the element of family. You gotta have some family in there, but yeah, it's also just like yeah, there's always like some sappy stuff in there yeah that I I don't know that how I feel I love the franchise it's one of my favorite franchises but it definitely like that's not a strong suit
1: do you love it more than the mission impossible movies? no okay I think mission yeah
0: what are I think mission impossible is probably my favorite one (laughs) I love this one I like John wick the most recent mission (laughs)
1: impossible I uh, fallout was not my favorite um, because we had to have parts of it about Ethan Hawke's love life, which no one wants. Yeah, Ethan. No, no, no. They take a break in the middle of Mission (laughs) Impossible to discuss the actor Ethan Hawke. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Uh, Ethan Hunt's love life, and no one wants that because it's gross and weird. Um, But... uh,
0: Yeah, much like in this movie, to see any time The Rock is trying to romance uh, Decker Shaw's uh, Yeah, there's something that, like...
1: I don't... uh, uh, yeah, The Rock and and Tom Cruise feel equally asexual on oh, screen sure. in their personas, yeah. and then it's like, and you can and you can feel them as producers being like, I don't want people to think I'm I'm asexual. Give me give me a hottie with a body, and let's see some hot. <laughs> but chemistry. also
0: mind, because women are also <laughs> smart.
1: Um, but yeah, no. The first scene where Vanessa, uh, Vanessa Kirby kisses, uh, uh oh, the Rock. Yeah. It felt like two six-year-olds play-acting what mommy and daddy do when they get home. Of like a quick, like kisses. Like that's what adults do. Anyway, playing house is over. <laughs> um, um, but uh, but yeah, no. I love the Mission Impossible movie so much more than what, it's, and it's like that vault scene. From Fast and Furious 5. And mm-hmm. maybe a lot more of those movies, which I haven't seen. That vault scene, legitimately tremendous. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's the fact that they're clearly using a real vault. But so much of this movie looks so fake and it's so frenetic. And the state, there are no stakes because we know at no point can our heroes be flawed in any way. Yeah. And it just... Eh.
0: I think that's the thing that really... I mean, I wonder now if I go back, I would notice that stuff more. Mm-hmm. But it was so blatant here of like we can't lose. Uh, whereas like, yeah, the thing that I like most about these movies is the action stuff and the fact yeah. that they sometimes do fuck up and lose.
1: I lo- <laughs> And that, that feels like it should be a lesson we've learned for the past decades. Like what was great, like in the 80s glut before the smart ones like Arnold Schwarzenegger learned to be self-aware, the problem was that they were superhuman and and in and by that nature, inhuman. And that's why Die Hard was so fun. was because mm-hmm. Bruce Willis felt like a regular guy who just got the shit beat out of him in that movie. Mm-hmm. What's great about Jackie Chan, in addition to being a tremendous uh, comedic actor and an incredible physical performer, is that his characters get the shit beat out of him. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. always failing, but then grass-finding victory out of fair. And that's true in the Mission Impossible movies. They have their plan, and it always goes wrong. And yeah. we know the stakes of them going wrong. That, uh, whatever, that tall building, Wiz Khalifa?
0: A Burj Khalifa. Wh- Wiz Khalifa's like a rapper, isn't
1: <laughs> yeah. it? Uh, Burj but- Khalifa, the tall building. He's climbing up it, and then his glove breaks. And that's what makes a scene exciting and great, in addition to, like yeah great yeah tom cruise actually climbed the building what i'm not even that like that no that is obviously very impressive uh, like yeah obviously but like it's the structuring of those scenes with the rate rising tension which makes them so exciting and in this movie i do just feel like i'm watching like a video game speedrunner play and it's mm-hmm. like wow yeah it's it's impressive that you did all that thing so fast um it it's I know because you uploaded this that you're not going (laughs) to (laughs) lose.
0: That's true. I wonder if it's also... I feel like there's definitely a type of audience uh, member, I guess, who this, like, type of movie would really appeal to. It's a
1: huge... I mean... this no, series has made uh, no, so that's not money. what I mean. But yeah.
0: I mean like specifically like that type of hero, mm. like the guy who always loves his guys being like that. It was just like, yeah, he's super macho and he's like he never loses a fight and he's like no one ever says no to him.
1: Yeah, I mean to be clear, like the Fast and the Furious movies are so wildly popular and it would be insane for me to just be like they're bad. You know, mostly because I haven't really seen them. But it's like, clearly people are... I un- think you should. I'm, I'm just, uh, like I just... Like, I did the John... Wick. you know, before I saw the third one, I did the John Wick watch. And there were parts of that series that I really liked. And I loved the first 40 minutes of the third John Wick movie. Um, mm. But, yeah, I, it, I think it's just not for me. These are not the action movies for me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I'm the audience for these.
0: Why do you think these movies are for America, then?
1: Um, the same way it's always fun to see some of the biggest stars in the world. You know, that's why people go, Oh, Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool's here. Oh, <laughs> Kevin Hart, he's friends with The Rock in real life. Uh, like that's always gonna be fun. Uh, on a fucking like Muppets movie level. Um, mm-hmm. whoa, Mickey Rudy. Uh, <laughs> the kids the love same height as Kevin Mickey Hart. Rudy. Um, uh, but, they're looney for the rooney. And you know, I I don't this one's not directed by Justin Lin and people have, you know, he, he gets a lot of credit for like bringing the franchise to the next level. Um Damn. I I didn't see Aquaman, so I don't know. I actually I think the only Justin Lin movie I've seen is a uh, Better Luck Tomorrow. His oh, really? completely non-action movie about uh cheating in high uh, school.
0: Oh, I haven't seen that one, so Um I, don't know.
1: I watched it many many years ago though. No spoilers. Um yeah I don't I I couldn't if I wanted to.
0: Is there Battle of Luck tomorrow? Don't tell my job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah this I, the, these these movies people love them. You're listening to this and you probably love them. Hey, well in the Fast and Furious fan base is this one that popular? I got the impression that people were a little disappointed by this one. Uh
0: yeah, I think it's definitely considered as more as a sort of like a fun throwaway mm. as opposed to like in it. I think the Fast and Furious fans, as far as I can gauge, are still very much on Tim Vin- Team Vin Diesel. <laughs> I knew That's what you were going for. And then you T- said Tim, and I'm like, oh, what's yeah. she saying? Team Vin Diesel. And so I think it's still... Uh, I think any movie that doesn't feature some sort of, like, a reference to the core family is, like, <laughs> a lesser movie and... In R I would consider myself. But I'll part say this. I mind.
1: would I would absolutely watch a movie that's just about the Shaws.
0: The Shaws are super Get fun. Hobbs
1: the fuck out of this movie.
0: I would see I mean But I'm yeah. saying
1: as someone I like The Rock and other stuff. Get Hobbs the fuck out of this movie.
0: Yeah, Jason Statham is so much more charismatic than The Rock, which is such a weird thing to I, say. I
1: think he's... I would uh, imagine if he was his in his own movie and it was about just, like, the Shaw family, he would probably be more willing to have jokes be in it at I mean, his expense yeah we've
0: seen crank. yeah
1: yeah oh my god absolutely <laughs>
0: like that's he, an action
1: series why like and i don't love the crank movies but i'd much I, rather that's yeah, a movie those that's like so fun. we are we are fine with being stupid and insane
0: yeah i mean those movies are so fun but yeah i think like what i like about this franchise is that like how like insanely happy it is to do like crazy stuff with stunts and cars mm-hmm. and stuff but yeah, I think like the interpersonal stuff are usually like the weakest points. And it, they really betray yeah. some like very old fashioned ideals about like the places of like genders mm-hmm. and just like gender norms and stuff, even as woke as yeah. they tried to be. They,
1: they have pay all this lip service to that stuff. Yeah. And no, you are 100% right, that especially like um, when it first the movies first came out, they were uh, 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 the racial diversity was pretty great. I don't know about the first one exactly, and of course the second one is like we're or the third one's like we're set in we're set in Tokyo. The lead character better be a white guy, and his <laughs> sidekick better be a little bow wow. Um,
0: <laughs> I think the first one had a bunch of Latino and Asian characters in it, as far as I recall. Yeah,
1: what is? Um, I guess they're Italian. Dom Italian.
0: Yeah, I would guess so. I'm not sure.
1: Um have you ever seen that uh, the short film that uh, uh, Vin Diesel made when he was very young? No. Um he wrote and directed and starred in it and he's about it's about him being an, like an a struggling a struggling ethnically ambiguous actor. So we like see him audition for like uh, like a Hispanic character, a Jewish character and a no. tanker. It's very cute. I, I, mean, I haven't Vin seen Diesel the whole thing, but I've seen be, that little montage.
0: Vin Diesel seems to actually be a fun guy, or at least mm-hmm. he used to be a fun guy. I don't know if it's still the case, but I think I'm on it's team only, Vin Diesel. Once us
1: get to a, a, a brand conscious, that's when it becomes not fun. It's, and mm, that's,
0: yeah. I guess that's it.
1: But, but I mean, like, The Rock was so fine with appearing dumb in Jumanji, and it, even
0: but like maybe he he gets it like i
1: i appear dumb but also all the jokes are about how handsome i am it's like you can do both
0: yeah i feel like maybe it is like as i mentioned maybe they are sort of conscious of like that some of the fan base of this particular franchise is very into like their men Mm. being men and maybe that's why 'Cause yeah. yeah, I mean The Rock also like he did a monologue from Bring It On and Be Cool. So like he's oh, he's yeah. down to be silly. Um, yeah.
1: Which yeah, I don't know.
0: Anything else you would like to say about Hobbes and Or Shaw?
1: I mean, I feel like there's a bunch we we miss, but it really is at a certain point the plot it's the yeah. scenes just kind of roll by Rolling by makes it sound like the movie is a fast watch, but no, it is not. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it it, is, it's, it didn't feel as slow as The Lion King. but uh, Oh,
0: God, yes.
1: Because we didn't have the, the than Terrence Malick-directed uh, shit first sequence.
0: Uh, all right. Well, we'll let you go early, dear listener. Is it? No, it's not. <laughs> uh, but please join us next time as we hopefully discuss six
1: Don't don't spoil the ending for me.
0: No, John has successfully avoided it for twenty years.
1: <laughs> In nineteen ninety nine I was like I was like, I'd see it now, but I have a feeling someone's gonna invent podcasts one day.
0: <laughs> Man, the foresight. It's almost like you had a box office time machine. Whoa. <laughs> I- <laughs> vroom vroom.
1: Yo, no, no, keep, keep in you singing the end credits and then play the real end credits. <laughs>